This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1149, The Most Important Skill to Master, part one, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday, happy Groundhog Day, the day where we look to a groundhog to see if we'll have six more weeks of winter. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, welcome back or welcome for the first time. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life, covering personal development, productivity, and minimalism mostly from some of the best bloggers and authors you can find with their permission, of course. Today's article is from Leo of Zen Habits, a bit longer than usual, so I'm breaking it up into two episodes. And with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. The Most Important Skill to Master, part one by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. If you're like me, you are constantly learning new skills gardening, carpentry, pizza making, languages, sports, and so on. I think this is a fun and wonderful thing to do. But what's the most important skill? That's debatable. I think compassion is a huge one, as is mindfulness. I'd go with those two any day of the week. But if I had to pick just one, it would be this, learning to be happy with yourself. That seems too simple, too trite, too mushy and new agey and I'll grant all of that, but I stand firmly by my pick. Why? The answer has to do with how this one thing can affect everything else in your life. If you are not happy with yourself or your body, you become insecure, you think you're not good enough, you fear being abandoned and alone, you do lots of other things to compensate, and these lead to problems. So many of the problems people have stem from this one thing, being unhappy with themselves, often in the form of being unhappy with their bodies. Let's take a look at why, and then look at some ideas of how to master the skill. Why it affects everything. Let's say you're unhappy with your body. You think you are too fat, or too skinny, or your butt is too small, or too big, or your boobs are too small, or your pecs aren't big enough, your stomach is flabby, or loose, or covered in stretch marks, your thighs are too thick, your hips are too wide, or too narrow, the list goes on and on. We'll get into why we're unhappy in a minute, but for now, just imagine the unlikely scenario that you're unhappy with your body. What does that do to you? Well, you might be envious of other people who you know are also unhappy with their bodies. You might be worried that you're not attractive enough to meet someone and therefore sabotage your chances for a relationship. If you're in a relationship, you might think your boyfriend or girlfriend will leave you for someone more attractive. You might then act jealously and do things out of this jealousy that actually leads to your partner being unhappy and possibly eventually leaving you. If you're unhappy with your body, you might not want to look at it. You might obsessively undereat and then binge eat 
and then feel worse about yourself. You might avoid exercise because you don't want to even think about the problem. You might eat junk food to comfort your bad feelings and then make the health problems worse. You might have anxiety about all of this, about your body, your health, your girlfriend leaving you. Then you eat more to assuage the anxiety and it gets worse. Or you shop to make yourself feel better and you get deeply in debt and your life fills with clutter. Or you drink alcohol or numb yourself with drugs or television so you don't have to think about all this. At work, you're unhappy because you aren't confident about yourself or your body, so you don't do the things that require confidence and that would further your career. You might not leave your work to find work you're more passionate about because you don't think you're good enough. Even at the work you're in, you do what you can to not think about the unhappiness you have, so you procrastinate with social networks, games, and other diversions. There's much more that's possible, but you get the idea. Not everyone has all of these symptoms, but they're possible for anyone. Many of our problems stem from this one problem and fixing it can change everything. That's why if you have a finite amount of time to learn, and we all do, investing that time into learning this one skill can pay off in innumerable ways. It's the most important skill you can master. Why we're like this. If this is so bad, why are we like this? How did it get this way? Well, there's no one answer. It's a building up of lots of reasons, including number one, Mass media. We see beautiful celebrities with perfect faces, stomachs, thighs, abs, chests, and asses all over the place, on the internet, on TV and movies, in magazines, everywhere. They're celebrated as the pinnacle of our society, and we all want to be them in some way. They're not real, of course. They're photoshopped, make-upped, did-upped in so many ways that what we see is an illusion. We're comparing ourselves to an illusion. But even if they were, why would we need to be like them? Why can't we be like ourselves and let that be the ideal? Number two, comments from others. Friends, family members, coworkers, even spouses might make a seemingly innocent comment about our butt or boobs that make us feel bad about ourselves. These comments are small, but hit our self-esteem very hard. They're not really about us though, even if we almost always take them to heart. They're about the other person who is having a bad day or jealous of you or projecting their own insecurities on you or comparing you to the mass media celebrities they idolize for no good reason. See these comments for what they are and don't take them to heart. Number three, childhood incidents. In childhood, perhaps our parents made some comments about us that made us feel bad. Perhaps our parents got a divorce or our dad was never around. If dad left mom, maybe that meant she wasn't good enough for him. And by extension, maybe I'm not good enough for someone else. If dad left, maybe it's because I wasn't good enough for him. This might sound like psychological mumbo jumbo, but it's real. I've experienced it and so have countless others. It doesn't mean we have to let it rule our lives, but we should be aware that it's there and learn to deal with it. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, The Most Important Skill to Master by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And it's Saturday, so I'm gonna keep this ending nice and short, but if you're not checking out the other podcasts in my little network, please do. They're very similar to this show, except I don't host them. You can get a break from listening to me and check out the other shows. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this, and all four of the other podcasts should pop right up. That's it for today. Hope you're having a great weekend. Thank you for being here and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.